Yo, what up? It's Gabo's Podcast. A no bitch ass a sports discussion. It's your man, Kenny Reeves. I'm T. Lee. I'm LSK. I'm Nate. Big shout out to everybody that's tuned in, man. Definitely appreciate y'all for listening. Fellas, what's good? Shit, I'm chilling. Good? Also chilling. Chilling? Beautiful. Chilling. Everybody Look, seems to be in a positive in a place positive right place. now, bro. <laughs> LSK, bro, I have to ask. What's up? Have you attended any sporting events this week? Uh, nah, Matt's been uh, on the away games a lot this week. So, okay. But we play tomorrow. It's Dirk Bobblehead night, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the building. It's Joe Wall. Now, how many, how many Dirk Bobblehead nights have there been? Um, there's a, a – the whole collection is 10, and it's like five in maybe. Then they have another collection, but you have to pay for those, $75 a piece. Damn. And I'm not doing that. Damn. Yeah, Dirk 2 Watch should be paying $75 a bobblehead. Yeah, for Dirk As a go. season ticket holder, you just don't automatically well, get the, that? Well, the ones we get tomorrow, it's a 10, and um, it's for every, like, one is for like 50, 40, 90 season, MVP season, but I'm a season ticket holder, and I spent a certain amount. Flex. So, <laughs> so I get the whole set for free at the end of the season, so I get... My two season ticket holders, my two season ticket seats, so I get two. Plus, at the end, I get another one, so I get three sets. Respect. Flex. And, yeah, and he probably going to flip them hoes. Hey, really? <laughs> I might. Flip SK. Yeah. If y'all don't know, man, get an LSK if you want to attend any sporting event. He can find you for the LO. He just going to hit you for a little bit over top. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But, nah, man, uh, we always seem to start with LSK. Uh, we into the sports week, man. Let's just get into how each of our sports week went. Man, my shit was ho-hum. Really? The worst thing that happened to me this week was Chris Dunn getting a concussion, oh, busting yeah, I his saw face that open. Shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, the Bulls still winning. Uh, I haven't had a football team to cheer for in a long time. So, <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> so, I'm chilling, bro. Well, UT basketball's been up. And we down. got our ass beat by 35 yesterday. But y'all won the game Friday night against uh, Texas Tech. Wednesday night against Texas Tech. I mean, that's cool. That yeah. was a, a, a win against a top 10 team at home. But Tech ain't won in Austin since 96, bro. So, that's, that's not true. nothing new. Tilly knows every statistical every line. Yeah. yeah. So, how y'all feel it's been? My week has been great. Um, Saints and the Falcons lost, so that's beautiful. You was four for four. I'm four for four. Shout out Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a four for four on Sunday night too, bro. Yeah. After my picks, Mavs lost every game last week. Damn, three in a row. I hate. To, He's including that so, in a good way. In yeah. a good way. So I hate. I watch every Mavs game, obviously away game too. I hate watching us lose. It. I yell at the TV. It pisses me off so much. But at the end, I'm glad we took an L because we need one of these. Top five. He's living he's the Alonzo Morning gift. Yes, bro, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. it sucks. He really living that life. I hate it. He's just trying to pair DSJ with one of them young boys. Yeah. That's really what he want. Yeah. Nate, what up? Uh, sports week was great, man. Left. <laughs> great. It was great. Uh, was it great yesterday? It was great yesterday. We'll get into that. Just yeah. Started, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Bro, I'm gonna have to box yeah. T Lee today, bro. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Started off. Uh, left here last week. Watched my daughter get buckets. You know. Okay. That's what my daughter. <laughs> she's shit, a bro. bucket getter. Twenty and fifteen, something like. Okay. Uh, Six. what else? Florida State picked up the number one tight end in in uh, California, Westside Knowles. Uh, shout out Oso. Nobody cares Listen to this <laughs> shit bro nah, we, we coming bro uh, What else uh, Thunder 3-0 and 
I'm pretty sure you, you know a lot of people saw the game yesterday. Yeah. 148 points on the Cavs. Why? Right? Nate looking at me yeah. saying this, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know, bro. 148 points. I saw that. Uh, so you yeah. had the niggas in the group. Nah, it was, it was shout out GSGN. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your shit. Yeah. I don't know if you boys was watching, but 148, 23 and 20 for Russ. Yeah. That but, was great, bro. Yeah. That was tough. Congratulations. Um, they came in with a flamethrower, bro. He really did. Uh, my sports week was the same as it was last week. It was <laughs> me. Uh, KU won every game. Cavaliers dropped. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much all I'm working with. And I was two for four on picks. Um, the Thunder did hang 148 points on the Cavaliers. Yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, me, it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So, I, what, what was I on picks last week? I think I went one and three. You went one and three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was pretty sad to see, though. Yeah. To see the score like that. Yeah. But we'll talk. Yeah, go ahead. Before we move on, though, we got to get into bitch assness. Nate, what's some bitch assness that you saw this week? Man, bitch assness I saw was uh, Paul Pierce and uh, <laughs> damn dog. Rondo, dog. <laughs> With the IT shit? Nah, I was so disappointed, bro. Nah, mind your business. That's yeah. all I got to say about so, Rondo. So is the bitch hasn't said Rondo or is it at Paul Pierce? It's a little bit of both. More so on Rondo, though. Because, yeah. you know, Paul, he can, he's a legend, air quotes, I guess, in Boston. He's a legend in Boston. So if you don't want to share his day, that's cool, even though they're doing that after the game. Right. I can respect that. Rondo's in New Orleans. He's been to five other teams since he left there. Just mind your business, bro. Nobody was talking to you. So for people who ain't followed this story closely, just... Put a little light on it. So, basically, Isaiah Thomas, Boston wants to give Isaiah Thomas a tribute, a video tribute before the game. This is standard for big-time players. Returning. I mean, yeah, returning to the city after they left the team. And IT gave his heart and soul to their franchise. I mean, it wasn't a five-year, ten-year thing, but when he was there, he played his heart out. He played on a hurt hip. He played after his sister, sister after his sister died in a car crash. He lost his tooth. Yeah, he lost his tooth. He played through everything, and he, he left it out there on the court. That's one thing you said about him no matter what. When he was in Boston, he gave 100%. So if Boston wants to honor him, that's cool. Personally, I don't think he was going to interfere with anything what Paul Pierce had going on because they're doing his tribute after the game. Right. So, which in, that's dumb in itself, whatever. Most tributes yeah, are done at halftime. Yeah. But so let him get his five minute video tribute. Let everybody stand up going about your business. But Rondo interjects something about what he what he say? Pretty much uh, uh, what he that do? was is that what we celebrate now or yeah. something like that. Something like that. Either way, mind your business, yeah. bro. Go throw some lobs to Boogie and, and OD <laughs> before they cut you. I, <laughs> you didn't say the last part, bro. He's a bum. Rondo's a bum. Rondo been balling New Orleans. But um I agree with Nate. Um GSGN feels otherwise. Yeah. And T League to some degree. You know, but, it involves Isaiah Thomas. So yeah, he, he doesn't like Isaiah. Yeah, but that, just subjectively speaking, I feel like you shouldn't have put your nose in that you you no longer play for the Boston Celtics. You are in New Orleans and you have two superstars that you play with. Dish downs of them, not stick your nose over there in Boston business. Here's what I think this situation is. Uh, I know we've all heard of Celtic Pride. I think Rondo got a little bit too much of that. And uh, I think he still feels like he's kind of really well received in Boston. And he and he is. Most yeah. of those fans still love him. So I think he's trying to get back to that relevance. And Boston is the only place where his opinion still really matters like that. And then a lot of Celtics fans appear to be kind of on his side on the issue. So 
I mean, I get both sides yeah, of it. My, my, my real thing is, though, not, let, to, let not Paul, to take... Let Paul Pierce say that, though. Yeah, like, not to take away from Nate's bitch assness, because I agree with his bitch assness, but, like, why <laughs> Nate's bitch assness point? You said, <laughs> I thought you said... I was, Nate, I was just going to let it go. I said, with Nate bitch ass. I'm like, <laughs> 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 nah, man, but um, I kind of feel like if you're in a new place, you ball in a new city, why you worry about your old team? Yeah. That, that's kind of how I feel about Across the platform, everywhere, bro. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. LSK, what you got? My bitch ass since the other week goes to Sean Payton. For the <laughs> For what? 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 celebration. I'm, I'm going to start with a quote. I didn't make it up, but never celebrate. Well, the game is never over until triple zeros. Yeah. 0.00 time left on the clock. Yeah. And this nigga... <laughs> After they scored with 30 seconds left, he yeah. taunting the, the, the Minnesota thing. crowd with their own chant. Right. Not only that, his headset was off. Yeah. That means this game was fucking over. No, he done And coaching. y'all suck. I'm yeah. done for the day. He done coaching. I'm done. And to see them get smacked like that right after that, it was beautiful. Let's just not say smacked, bro. Let's. Nah, LSK bro, is nah, bro, full of NFC South hatred for nah. him, bro. I'm, I mean, Sean Payton, he shouldn't have been celebrating. That's whack. That's yeah. bitch asses to me. Didn't, didn't want to complain about it after, man, you you weak for that. I'm glad they lost. Okay. All right. I don't dispute the bitch ass. Respect. Is Respect. it my turn? Yeah. 105.3, the fucking fan. In that da- was my bitch asses. That In was Dallas. <laughs> if y'all hear this, pull up. Damn. I bet you don't want this shit. Why? What happened? Their bitch assness is kind of feeding off of Nate's bitch assness, but <laughs> in support of Paul Pierce. Yeah. So they're saying that um, Paul Pierce doesn't have a right to complain. He's not even a Hall of Famer. He couldn't even really play. What? That's bitch yeah. assness. That's Who bitch assness, that bro. Ben and Skin? But here, yeah. I th- well, it might have been G-Bag Nation. Whoever the fuck it was. Somebody in that station got a fucked up opinion of basketball, and I'm tired of... I'm going to just be real with this shit. White media, there you go, sports media entities Talk it. feeling like they can judge some shit that they really can't do. Damn. You can't hoop, bro. That, I mean, That's look, why bro. your ass is behind the mic. I can't hoop as well as these guys either. But you don't hear me sitting here saying that he's, that, not, that yeah. he's trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only because you sit here and you got a Dirk and you got an Arvita Sabonis and you got a Larry Bird. You want to sit here and act like Oh, because his game wasn't as flashy as Michael Jordan or LeBron James, he didn't entertain me well enough that he can't hoop. Get the fuck out of here, Paul bro. Paul Pierce is a legend and deserves what he's getting. And in. he's a Hall of Fame he's player, a Hall of clearly. Fame. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody who disagrees. 20K plus points. If yeah. you disagree with that, you don't know basketball. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. To hear that in this city, I'm not going to stand for that shit, bro. That's bitch ass. And, and, and the fact that you said you addressed the niggas who are in the city, I'm not sure if they'll get this show, but if they ever hear it, we might have to fight them now because of the way you came at them. I've been in the way for <laughs> I'm not worried. <laughs> no, I'm no, not at all, bro. Um, but while we keeping in the media, my bitch hasn't stays in the media too. Uh, it goes to ESPN Sports Center uh, for their portrayal of Trey Young after his bad night. Um, the kid's been lights out all season. Yeah, and you've been following him and putting him up on this pedestal, carrying every single big game. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was slumping. Mm-hmm. It's one game. In the whole sports What was it, the K-State game, yeah, right? Yeah. They rolled that coverage the whole day, bro. Five-minute montages of one game, bro. Mm-hmm. One bad game. Yeah. It's not like he's a professional. It's not like he's in a slump. 
It's just one game. And I feel like ESPN is some bitch-ass niggas for the way they did him that day, bro. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I agree. Here's yeah. the thing about Trey Young that I'll add to that. ESPN spends a lot of money on to cover college basketball. Yeah. Right. Trey Young has been carrying college ESPN basketball. when yeah. it comes to college basketball. Because yeah, there's you, no other stories. There's right. no real stories. There's no clear-cut team that's dominant or anything like that. Trey Young been carrying them. So for them to – Take a 180 turn on him after one bad game in college, mind you. Yeah. On the road, mind you. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. 100%. We agree with it? Yeah. We agree. Cool. So let's get into these topics, man. I think it's a dope story to start with. In the NBA, the all-star voting has come out. Yeah. Both teams have been formed uh, as far as the starters. Do we agree with the starters for both East and West? If not, who would you put there? Spit out the starters. Uh, in the East, we got LeBron, of course. Yeah. Giannis. Giannis. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid. You got Kyrie Irving. And DeMar DeRozan. And DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. I have no problem with that starting five. Yeah, no Not problem at all. No problem no. whatsoever. In the West, we have Steph, James Harden, Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Um, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins. And who am I missing? James Harden. No, no, nah, we did I said James, James Harden. Harden. One, two, three. Kevin Durant. Kevin Dur- uh, 35, yeah. oh, 35. 35. Anthony Davis, <laughs> Cousins, Steph, James Harden. Yeah. And, and based on on-court play, I don't have – well, well, whoa, whoa. Maybe whoa. Boogie. My argument nah, would be – Nah, not Boogie. We, my real argument might be Russ and James Harden, only because James Harden has missed time. My nah. argument would probably be Russ – it's really that's the tough part about the West. Like Russ is back, averaging a triple double. Mm-hmm. They found their groove since December. But I mean, I understand because Steph plays in that big market. I don't know if I have any. That would probably be the only thing. It'd be swapping Steph out Steph Russ? for right. Steph and, Steph and, and that's, Russ. That's pretty much you. I mean, you 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 splitting hairs with that one. Yeah, right. because, and I understand. Like I said, because he's in that big market, yeah. so I get it. But. Yeah, I don't have a real problem I'm really with not even. I don't even think it's up to the market, bro. I really believe that there's a large group, because it's fan voting. Right. So there's a large group of people who really believe Steph Curry is the best point guard in the West. And those people don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Get those people out of here. Respect, bro. Hey, what, what, what uh, Roger Mayweather say? Most people don't know shit about boxing. He just swap out basketball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's get what you think. I can't really take – I mean, I understand y'all say Russ or Steph, but if you want Russ in, that's I'm fine with that. If you want Steph in, I'm fine with that. You can't really take – I mean, you you can make an argument for Russ, but you can't – I'm happy with it. It's, yeah. it's, it yeah. is what it is. It don't really matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's more important to me is to see how these rosters fill out. As far as the captains picking the team? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be an interesting dynamic that they've added to it this year. Yeah. Uh, it kind of It'll kind of show you, like, who think who can hoop. Yeah, I mean, that's dope. I feel like they kind of putting the captains in a position to be GMs. Yeah. You know I mean, everybody knows LeBron is already the GM in Cleveland. You're doing a terrible job. But. Respect. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me segue real quick. LeBron, the GM in Cleveland, I think is for a conflict of interest. I think the problem, Tristan Thompson has too big of a contract and can't move nobody else, but yeah. we'll get to something else in a little bit later. But I think that is dope. I think it's dope that both of those captains can pick those teams and put the guys around them that they would prefer to play with for one game. And who are our captains? Is uh, Steph and LeBron. Steph and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they say, uh, John is uh, damn near was uh, beating LeBron as yeah, far as the really? Yeah. yeah. 
I'm that, not surprised. That's but, the player vote who picked the captain, though. But that didn't that didn't need to be the case because yeah. I don't think Giannis is at a level where his picks would be respected. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If he had to go and fill out the roster or anything like that or form his team from the roster, I don't think Giannis' picks would be that good. We don't know. Uh, what I do know, LeBron is the smartest player in basketball. Yeah. So he'll probably pick the best team. Who's yeah. your first pick be? Because uh, we got to go with non-starters at this point, right? Yeah. Um, let me look. Shit. Probably, I'll pick John Wall, bro. Out of a non-starter? Yeah. Out of a non-starter? I'm taking Russ. But where we at? In the east or the west? Like, how are they picking it? Are they picking it all across the I don't know the if they're intra-conference or how they're doing it, but if if Russ is available to me as Steph Curry, I'm taking Russ. Yeah, I believe okay. it's interconference. So okay. I okay, so I was really picking from anymore. an Eastern Conference standpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I picked John Wall from okay. the East. Um, from the East? <sighs> Chris Depps. Oh, well, yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah, i probably go. Porzingis in the East. Who you got, Nate? Joel. Joel? Yeah. Well, Joel, Joel starts. Yeah. Oh. Well, shoot. Give me a... Yeah, probably Chris Stapps. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Look at me leading the charge. I, I mean, look, I really... You are my son. I love John Wall, bro. <laughs> John Wall is one of my favorite guards in the game. So. Yeah. No, I respect yeah. the pick. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's cool. It's fun. This is all-star. It's, and then, it's, just, and then it's just fun, bro. The West has already decided. I mean, I don't think nobody here would not pick Russell Westbrook first. Yeah. yeah. The question would be more so, who do you pick after us? That's just observing the landscape. Now we're picking all stars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And after us, I think that's pretty easy too for me. Who's that? Jimmy Butler. I'll go Dame. I'll probably go Dame too. Okay. But then that's how many point guards? Three point guards. That's what I'm saying. Now yeah. you loaded at point guard. Yeah. No real defense. I tell you. Point guard is deep though. Yeah, it is. That's, that's the problem. You know, and that's kinda what I'm looking for is to see the reserves. Yeah. And uh, you know, who comes out of there. Like mm-hmm. If Dame gets snubbed again this year, yeah, I'm, yeah. Si- I'm sick of him getting snubbed, bro. Dame, I'm sick of it, bro. Yeah, I but mean, I don't know. Can we call it snubbed, or can we call it that he's the victim of the death at that position? True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. Th- this is the year I think he gets in because I think Chris Paul just due to lack of uh, game time. Yeah, just lack of game time, he gets left out. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Not anything to do with his play. Because yeah, when he's been respect, on the court, respect. Yeah, they've been like that. Last night. It just depends, bro. It depends on because a lot of those people that's voting in are long-time loyal fans. Like, niggas get voted in that don't deserve to be there a lot of times. Now, Ginobili was like, what, second in votes or something like that? Yeah. Lonzo yeah. Ball had more votes than Damian Lillard. That's what I'm talking about. That's, a lot <laughs> yeah. of them is market, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. just market. So, looking at the starters, mm-hmm. what team you rolling with, East or West? East. Um, East. Come on, man. Whatever team LeBron is on. Yeah. All right, so it's just clean sweep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I asked that question because there was a little disparity on Twitter, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were picking the West. The West is still a loaded team, but it's pretty much you got the Pelicans and you got the Warriors yeah. and James Harden. Well, I mean, go ahead, let's go. Well, I want to know how close is it going to the fourth? Or if if they if it's close. It's like 170 to 170, and then the fourth, like, five minutes left when they actually start balling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if they actually start balling, balling, I'm going with the East. But if it's just 
a runaway, and I'm going with the West because yeah, it's a deeper conference. Yeah. I feel like the the West is deeper. Yeah, but if we just talking the best starting lineup, it's I'm East. taking the East. Um, but I think that's dope because the LeBron versus Steph thing. Like, how much would that is that just picking players, or would that go into like how they run in those? Lineups and shit, cause that's important too. No, I think the coaching, coaches, yeah, yeah. The coaches yeah. Will, will pick lineups, and I don't expect Steph or LeBron to play much. Cause your coaches will yeah. be Brad Stevens and Steve Kerr. Yeah, Brad Stevens. Yeah, Celtics got the best record. Okay, so I think the team with the best record. Yeah, that is right. Is always yeah. that's the coach. Respect. Well, cool, man. Uh, we already in the NBA talking about all stars. Uh, one all star that's on the block. Yeah, it's the boy Kimba. Yeah, cardiac Kimba. So, I'm excited Kimba. about this. Too. Yeah, I'm a, boy. I'm so excited because yeah. we need a shakeup like that. Right. That's dope. I want us to kind of project, looking across the landscape of the NBA. Where do we project him to go? Um, there's a lot of a lot of names been thrown out, or a few. Milwaukee was one, which I don't they know that. Have yeah, they just picked up Bledsoe, yeah. but mm-hmm. he was still rumored there. Um, Detroit was a rumor because Detroit team. has a nice squad. They got to get rid of the most selfish player in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> Reggie, 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 Jackson. Reggie Jackson. He's <laughs> terrible to watch. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Cleveland is out there as a you know, but I, I don't know if that's happening. Not uh, a name that I was really a uh, team I was really thinking was Miami because you yeah. had him with that piece and, yeah. and those yeah. guards and the depth down there. Yeah. I think they can make some noise in the East. They'll they'll be a contender. The Ed Campbell. Let me see. This isn't like in the news, just where I think that he would be dope. Um, Phoenix. Although I wouldn't wish one of my favorite players on that. I wouldn't wish that franchise on mm. anyone. I like. You're looking but, for what they could build. Yeah, next but we're here with forward. Kimba and the Booker. boy D Book. Oh, yeah. I think he's a dog. It'd yeah. be nice. Um, San Antonio. I mean, because mm. you know Tony Parker went under forty. They just don't make good. no moves in the season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would. I mean, just anywhere, any contender, but. All the contenders really got point guards, really. That's what I was but, thinking. Um, I was trying to build up teams based on strong wing play and slow or limited point guard play. And I just kind of looked around, and I came up with Miami, and I thought Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, those are another teams. I, I don't want to send them to a team that's not going to perform. Yeah. So I'm thinking of contenders. Mm-hmm. Indiana's right there on the coast. Miami is a team that's what, about fourth seed yeah. in, the, in the East. So yeah. I would like to see him in either of those teams. Indiana yeah. would be nice. I, I don't think they want to take the ball out of Depot's hands too much, though. Yeah, that's the only reason I didn't I didn't think Indiana because that's what that's why he's playing so well because he has a ball in his hands. Right, so. right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Nate. Um, I I got possibilities and then I got ideas. So possibility, I think Detroit or Miami, as y'all have already covered. Right. Um, ideal. I would say maybe Denver uh, could make a move for them. You did they, bring up Denver. Are they still close to playoff contention? They're in the, they're yeah. in the top eight, right? Yeah. yeah so, and then they get Millsap back. So. Right. So yeah. Denver and then this one, I uh, said it to you yesterday, it's not likely at all. But if Toronto was willing to swap Cal Lowry for Kimba, I think that makes them better, bro. Kyle Lowry shrinks in the playoffs. He does. And if the, they seem to have a window for a championship right now, Kimba's younger. Kimba's more impactful on the offensive end. Probably just as good defensively now. I, I would like to see Toronto maybe see if they could work something out there, but they won't. Kyle the Lowry just problem, got that contract. It's just chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only thing. To, to swap a point guard, 
in, at this point in the season, if you're a contender, you're kind of gambling. That's why I, want, I would like to see him in a place where he's replacing a point guard that he's better than, mm-hmm. just clearly outright. One name I think is – one team I think really, really should go after him is the Knicks. Yeah, I'm thinking about that earlier. Who the Knicks – Jerry Jack? Yeah, mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry Jack, and then they Frank got the rookie yeah, yeah, as a right. backup. But if you go Kimba and then you pair him up with a him and um, Chris Stapps, Chris that's what Chris Stapps really missing is a, a nice pick and roll point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. absolutely. And and he's Beasley. gonna be a monster if he get a good pick and roll point guard. Oh yeah, pick on Michael Beasley. I like Michael Beasley. The best, the best player in the Knicks. Shout out, Michael Beasley. I'm impressed. Like Nate said, it was gonna wear off. This is what Michael Beasley does, but mm-hmm. wow. the track. I mean, it speaks for us. This is what he does. He goes to a new city. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna ball out. You gonna fall in love. Trust me. I've been watching Beasley since yeah. he was at K State. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players. But we, like I talked, yeah, yeah, record he, hurt, been hurt before yeah. five times. I, I like Michael Beasley, man. Yeah, he's a bucket. But uh, while we already talking about teams possibly making deals, uh, let's talk about calf struggles. I've titled this "Calf Struggles Part 2. <laughs> So we talked about it last week. But now the angle is, do they need another piece? Let me pop this off because Go I got to take something back. Last week I said DeAndre Jordan wouldn't help them. And then I sat down and I watched all the Cavs game this week. What they need. They need they need DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Whatever, they got to get – because Tristan, he's – I don't know if he's out of shape. I don't know if it's a Kardashian curse. Kardashian. It's a curse. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my man can't move. He can't remember. <laughs> tech. He can't move no more. And his yeah. contract is fucking huge. Yeah. And if for, you, he, for what he got. If you're going to have IT and Kevin Love on the court together, you got to have somebody that's remember tech. I watched Kevin the was Toronto game. Some rookie I've never seen before. Yeah. OG, the kid out of India. Yeah. Yeah. He was blowing past Kevin yeah. Love. I said, wow, this, this is not going to work. Right. Yeah. They need a rim protector. That's exactly what I saw in DeAndre Jordan when I first brought it up. Mm-hmm. I, I still think he's one of the most athletically gifted bigs mm-hmm. in basketball. And I think Cleveland definitely could use some rim protection and some rebound. Them niggas don't rebound, bro. Yeah. At all. They small. Yeah, it's, it's trash. They need that. Would Would you be okay if maybe um, if Utah was falling out of love with Gobert? And nah, Cleveland like, went after that. They ain't giving him up. Yeah, any anybody who can, I, I don't like can he, I don't LSK said I don't think they'll move him. Mm-hmm. But anybody who can rebound and rim protect, because that's what they're missing. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's not a hundred percent healthy. When he gets healthy, he's gonna give you buckets. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, so I think they're gonna have to leave him on the on the court. Yeah. You know, he's gonna get 30, 35 minutes. So if you're gonna have him on the court, and then you're gonna have Love on the court, mm-hmm. you have to have somebody who can clean their mess up. That's real. I would say uh, it's kind of reminded me of a situation with your 2011 Mavs where Tyson Chandler was the oh, centerpiece yeah. to that team being good enough defensively to go win, to go yeah. win a championship. I think the Cavaliers are kind of in that situation where it's not the offense ain't a problem. It might look shaky right now, but that's because you're integrating a huge part in yeah. IT back yeah. into the offense. But uh, the defense, though, it's just not where it needs to be, man. It's it's really bottom of the just league right trash, now. Just kind of trash, bro. Yeah. There's no sense it's in trash. Yeah, bullshitting it. Um, I just kind of feel like whatever Cleveland does is going to be the most scrutinized move. And well, I think naturally, that, it's associated to LeBron. And I think that's part of the hesitance when it comes to moving for another piece. Like, mm-hmm. I still want to move to one. Like, do something and shake that shit up. Yeah, you're talking about the pick, right? The pick. Yeah. Move, to, move to one pick, bro. Which one, the Brooklyn pick? Brooklyn yeah. pick. Movie. I mean, that would Brooklyn you, pick is like ninth right I, now, because right? Because here's the thing. 
and I don't know how realistic this may be, but I'm just throwing it out there. Socked to the yesterday. Move that, move that Brooklyn pick, move Love, and then try to deal for a three-way trade with the Kimba shit and the DJ. Mm-hmm. With, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, put some shit together. Get on the phone. Make something happen. Because I think if you bring in Kimba and DJ now, you got to... A solid core. Well, yeah, the Cavs, they got the new GM, right? The young guy? That's yeah. what that's what would make me nervous because you got a this first-year GM. He's yeah. young. Does he have those kind of relationships to pull those right. moves? Right, And that's that's what you got to factor in when you talk about these big trades. Right. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, I mean. They it, need more than one piece. That's, that's what, what I was going to say. I don't pieces. think they need more than one I piece. Do. I do. Who, who else? I mean. Who else? Who? Would, who, I mean, they got wing. They got Jeff Green, Jay Crowder. That's good enough on the wing. You got LeBron on the wing. You got Wade off the bench. I, they they'll get Shump back. You know, that's I a, think another they need wing a, like a, a dynamic kind of uh, a stretch four, but like a, a one of those Morris twins type of players, where gritty, just kind of like a that's tough. That's what we thought we was gonna presence. get some toughness out of damn Crowder. Crowder <laughs> is not it, bro. I, I don't. I, just, I don't see it. He nah, not he's it. not working. They out need. Me. This is what they need. They need to hit up the math. They were already hitting up the math. They need to hit what them up more. What do y'all have to offer them? Wesley Matthews. <sighs> Wesley Matthews, Nerlens Noel. Remember, well, Nerlens is a uh, rich Paul guy. What are they yeah. giving y'all that? We take. We're gonna take back Tristan Thompson, trash ass contract. We're gonna take J.R. Smith, trash contract, and give us that Brooklyn first. And J.R. Smith another one. He's not buying. We taking two of their worst contracts, giving them two players they need, and they can have Salah Medry. Who's a great defensive center? Stop you watch it. him last year. <laughs> because he don't watch. Because he doesn't Stop. watch, so he doesn't know. No, because he always wants he to box watch. Russ. Stop. <laughs> Bro, he tried to buy, uh, box Nurkic from uh, uh, from Portland. No, yeah. the other one. He always trying to fight. Yokis. Box Yokis, yeah, he tried to box him. That cut him so fast. I mean, they need wing defense. They need they need a big. I mean, Give nah, bro. I'm sure they don't need the wing. Answer. They got Jeff Green, Jay Crowd on the wing. They Jeff got Green LeBron. plays well. Yeah. So I think Two I think bombs. Nate's theory is basically a player like a DeAndre Jordan lifts the level of everybody's Man, defense. I'm not yeah, sure he does because though. you have a rim protector at that, at that point. For more so, they need more individual components. That's what I'm looking. They have at. no wing defense. If y'all believe LeBron. that, y'all believe that they're further away from really contending this yeah, year. Yeah, because y'all talking about pulling out big, bring in one piece and just clean up. That's good because really, if you watch them play, they have the talent. They just don't play as a team. Yesterday, right. when I watched the game, they don't trust each other. Yeah. They don't. They didn't. They had brought no energy yesterday. Um, limited ball movement, but really, it's just the defense. They don't trust each other. Honestly, going yeah. back to that, they don't trust each other. They don't rebound. They don't help the helper. All the little things that you should do on a defensive end, that team does not do. Not because they can't do it. They just don't do it. Yeah. Right. No, that's real. I'm I looking mean, at the season anymore. from subject. I mean, of course, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm not panicking. It mm-hmm. just looks like the season is kind of in a mess. Derrick Rose, where the fuck are you? J.R. Smith is not playing well. Shumpert's injured. Yeah. We kind of get IT back. It's, like, it's a lot of stuff that's not working. So yeah. I kind of feel like getting a piece, yes, we need it, but I don't know if DJ is all the way the answer to make them con- compete for a championship. I get it. It's only so much you can do, but I feel you. Pause. Uh, <laughs> okay. But you know what I'm saying? I, at the end of the day, LeBron James in the playoffs with a piece like DeAndre Jordan, I think I think it's enough. 
and you can only do so much altering your franchise yeah, you, you, because yeah. while we sit here and think what do they need to do to win the championship in 2018 yeah, thinking, a GM has to think what does my cap look like in 2019 2020 and the cap is shifting a little bit that's you know why I saying? think they might hold on to that pick because yeah. you don't have any guarantees from LeBron mm-hmm. he's free so you're gonna need that pick to get a centerpiece right so realistically or we've all spoke either off wax or on wax we believe in win now mentality right so if win now i believe that if they commit to lebron then lebron will commit to them if they go ahead and throw their chips in be like yo what do you want to do i I think that's a question and conversation for another day i I think so i think it's gonna be a, a lot to it that we don't have really time to get to well, today. when is the trade deadline? February, February 8th. 8th. Okay, yeah. that's approaching more sooner than later. <laughs> the GM, the GM, I saw the nervousness come over his face. The GM needs to go to him and say, look, I have these trades on the table already. Say, I can get DeAndre Jordan and Lou Will for this Brooklyn pick right now. But if you're not committing, I'm not doing it. Nah, and the players don't do that. He's not going to get that type of commitment. Yeah. Exactly. But if you ain't committing, I'm not doing it. Nah, you got you to gotta play. Everybody got to do what's best for them because he's not going to get that kind of – the same thing with Paul George. They just don't commit like that. Yeah. Well, don't complain. <laughs> A little tension. <laughs> I love LeBron. But, you, but, but for, you can't complain they're not making moves for me with – you just looking out for yourself, which you should do, yeah, first and foremost. But the GM got to look out for the squad, for the future. Like T. Lee said, got to look out for 2018, 2019. Plus, you got all the, he got all his friends paid, Jared Smith and Tristan Thompson. That's Tristan the Thompson, problem, bro. Tristan, Tristan Thompson, Thompson has contract the worst contract. One of the worst contracts I've ever seen, bro. That is trash. That is terrible, but, you know, it's LeBron. He, he can do no wrong in well, my eyes. <laughs> no, look, Tristan Thompson's contract is ridiculous. What is, what is he contributing at this point? He's already coming off the bench. Nah, I mean he's and not he, doing much. He, not, he looks terrible, bro. Yeah, he can't yeah. move. He, he doesn't look like the play he looked like two he's years trash. ago. And I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna tell you why. I walked into my lady house at crib the other day, and she was watching the Kardashians. <laughs> and he and was the on. first person I saw, well, there it is. Hollywood. I said, I'm not. I'm not watching this no more, bro. Well, uh, you talked about the Kardashians. There's a lot of drama. Um, yeah. Kind of tying the drama back into the NBA. Been a lot of fights and tension <laughs> and different things going on in the league, man. Let's, let's weigh in on that. I think it's simple dog day shit. Uh, Nate refers to that time of year a lot, dog days in the NBA. I think we come that time frame right before All-Star. Yeah. Where teams that are trash start to realize that we're trash. trash. Yeah. And teams that are t- kind of ready for the final push are kind of ready to get that to All-Star so they can rest up for that push. And niggas just not for each other bullshit right now. Yeah, we got a few incidents though. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even want to qualify a lot of these fights, bro. It's just more feistiness. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, the one punch that I can say was a terrible fucking punch, by the way. Aaron Flalo. Yeah, like, bro, you know I'm from Compton with that shit. <laughs> like, it was pretty trash. Hit the nigga with the inside of his elbow. Yeah. And I think he missed. He did. He I, did miss. Then he got put in the headlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was trash. And then and I, got suspended two yeah. games. So. And then I want to say, shit, Ibaka threw a punch earlier. And maybe like two. Who did Ibaka fight? No, he, see, Ibaka messed up. Now, y'all know Ibaka's from the Congo or... I don't know, Africa. Yeah, right? it's the Congo. So, so we think, you know, he... He can get down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not the guy you want. Because he, he was throwing punches at James Johnson, bro. James Johnson <laughs> like a fifth-degree black belt. That's the last yeah. person you want to box with. Yeah. yeah. LSK, what you got you to say, about? LSK? <laughs> he got this look on his face nah, like... Um, these niggas are not really going to fight. Um, Lonzo Ball. 
Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I'm pe- L- Lonzo Ball said that because um, he didn't want to get a tick when you know one of his teammates was in the middle of a little squab or fest or whatever, uh-huh. and his statement was. Ain't nobody gonna really fight. Okay. What I'm gonna get a take for? He yeah. caught some heat for that shit, but it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching the Mavs and Salamitri fighting somebody every night. Damn near, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was somebody scratch. This nigga flopped and it's just crazy. But this fighting shit, like T Lee said, around this time, you got teams that are good and you got teams that are trash. And teams that are good just not really just looking over these trash niggas. And I'm like, nah, bro, you're not gonna look over me, <laughs> my nigga. We from, what, you know what I'm saying? What that direct example? Me. It's kind of the inverse of a situation that took place this week, mm-hmm. whereas the better team, Houston Rockets, is trying to get into the Clippers locker room. Yeah, but both of those teams are good, and there's a history there that's kind of off court. Yeah. Um, and I think the Clippers are kind of they're 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 out to prove that we don't need Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. But Austin Rivers shouldn't be the nigga saying it, bro. Oh, he shouldn't, but. No. Austin Rivers, he's been a little chippy for, what, two or three years now? Ever since he started getting playing time? Uh, I don't know. Bro, I'm enjoying these fights. I don't know about y'all. No, I like it. It reminds me of the 90s NBA. Yeah, right now, everybody's too motherfucking friendly, bro. That's what it is. I mean, if we keep it in the book, this is the Godbo's podcast. No bitch ass in the sports discussion. There you go. Let's just be real. I actually enjoy the shit. I do. <laughs> I encourage it. I enjoy it. Like, I'm, I'm not sitting at the TV scolding and shit. It's like, okay, niggas fight. None do, of this is the it. shit we grew up on, bro. I'm Listen, I'm a Bulls fan, so I grew up in the heat of Knicks Bulls, Knicks Pistons, Bulls Pistons. Like, boys was going at it. Yeah. Uh, heat Knicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we saw that shit yeah. coming up. I'm not, I'm laughing at this. Yeah, we even saw Kobe get stuck by Chris Child. Two piece right in the neck. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> the fly low. Go watch that tape, bro. Yeah, You'll yeah. learn how to land the punch. Yeah, that shit was true. And Kobe did eat that hole. Yeah, yeah. Kobe stayed in some shit. When too. we were younger, we 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 shot at Kobe yeah. for getting stuck. Period. Yeah. But growing up and and realizing. Kobe ate them hoes, bro. I mean, but yeah, nothing that's glorified about getting your ass punched, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, bro, we was calling Kobe all kind of bitches. Yeah, he a bitch. And he, he <laughs> stood there and we took saying. the punch, bro. But yeah, man, this NBA dog, it kind of got friendly. I think after the, the the shit that happened in Auburn Hills in Detroit or whatnot, they kind of put a, a damper on. Well, the NBA minutes. is just so protective of their image against yeah, their fighting brand. now. yeah. 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 I got Roy okay. real quick segue. If y'all could say, I want these two guys to fight from an NBA perspective, not on some Durant type shit, but I'm saying, like, who you really think can get down, you put them in the gloves, it'd be a good fight. Oh, uh, PJ Tucker. Uh, <laughs> PJ Tucker for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, James Johnson. I know he can fight. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be your top two, though. That right? probably my t- PJ Tucker and, and James, and James Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, okay. I go pretty much anybody from Oakland. Yeah, that's who I'm gonna go with. Big shout out Dane. Okay, nobody want to mess with Dane. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> give me, give me Chris Dunn. The boy grew up hard. Okay. Uh, and. What's McCall do a lot of talking? Jamal Murray. I want to see That's what his what hands. I, I want to see what his hands about. Dog, I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah, he do a lot. Of, he do a lot of talking. Yeah, get waxed, bro. But that's what I'm saying. I want to see what his hands about. So, I'm about to go here. I'm gonna go um, PJ Tucker mm-hmm. versus Udonis Haslam, bro. <laughs> Udonis <laughs> Haslam is 40 years old. No, no, no. But you, they both about 40. PJ like yeah. 35. 
UD, I know UD. I believe UD got the hands, bro. Wait, UD is going to try to choke him. Do we still got the braids right nah, now? Nah, nah, okay. he got the little okay, Gucci Mane fro type thing. Okay. Yeah, but nah, UD going to try to choke him. Yeah, 10 years ago, I would have took UD. Now, I'll probably take... Um, I take PJ for sure. He from Dade, ain't he? Yeah, uh, he from, from Dade. Dade. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Dade, nah, I, I rock with UD, man. But while we already talking about fights, it's one of the more happy moments that we have on Wax because I get a chance to talk about boxing, man. But we had a real fight take place last night: EJ versus Lamont Peterson. Uh, let's weigh in on that. Nate was good. No, no, no. Let me go first. Oh, go ahead. What did Roger Mayweather say? Most people don't know shit about boxing. He was talking about me. Because <laughs> I don't know shit about boxing. But uh, Earl from Dallas, right? Yeah, he from Dallas. And he won? Yeah. Shout out. Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen EJ, came to my gym when I was boxing. A lot of y'all, if y'all don't know, uh, amateur boxer. Had a pretty good. Flex. Yeah. 28 and 1. Uh, <laughs> if we just want to put the numbers out there. I got I carry the book in my car in case anybody want to check it. Uh Oh, if y'all don't know the book, we have to sign a book for every fight. The doctor and the judges have to sign off on it. Yeah. So, 28-1. But, EJ, um, just to give y'all a quick backstory, um, when I was boxing, I lost weight to go fight because I was coming off with football weight. And I kind of naturally slimmed down to a 152 frame. And niggas was like, oh, shit, you fighting at 152. You gonna have to see EJ. I'm like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about no nigga named EJ from Oak Cliff. <laughs> so, so I went to my little fights, and uh, buddy comes to the gym one day, and uh, he spars with a dude I spar with every day. It was a war. Me and this dude was going at it. EJ comes to the gym, and I'm looking at like the first four rounds, looking at the ropes, and he is laying these right hooks into my boy sternum, and I'm like, oh shit, it looked hot up in there. Nigga said, uh, you want to get some work? I'm like, nah, shit. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said, no. I'm going to hit the bag real quick. What? Yeah, Coach Derek Giants, his current trainer, mm-hmm. asked me, do I want to spark? I said, nah, I'm good. He backed out? <laughs> nah, shit, I went back to the speed bag. Nah, <laughs> your bitch ass was small, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, you, 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 hey, my, you my bitch ass is next week, bro. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> but no, uh, speaking to uh, EJ, that's somebody I've been watching since we was amateurs together, and I already knew that he was going to be a standout professional fighter. Yeah. And his career is doing nothing but going up. It's Partic- on a meteoric rise, yeah, bro. Yeah, particularly speaking to last night's fight, a lot of people just really don't know. Lamont Peterson is a well-traveled fighter. No, yeah. Definitely. And uh, a lot of people believe he truly beat Danny Garcia, which they robbed him of. EJ is beating the shit out of good fighters. Yeah. And last night was masterful. Um, he was able to throw straight left. Right hook to the body, uppercut with landing flush whenever he wanted it. And it was just looking at that fight, I'm like, this is truly the best welterweight in boxing. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it? No, nah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the display from EJ last night. Uh, I expected a little bit more from Lamont, but it was one of those moments where you stop and realize the last two or three fights we've seen from EJ, what you thought you was going to get from the opposing fighter. He takes away. Yeah. And so, uh, man, he put a lot of water in the basement early. Yeah. And, you know, EJ's body work, that's it's what his, I'm most impressed with. That's his bread yeah. and butter. His best punch is the right hook to the body. Yeah. So, you know, seeing that and seeing what he did to Lamont Peterson, someone that most of us, here, you know, that watch boxing has a lot of respect for. Yeah. Going into the fight, we were all excited about it. And then he just he made a display of the man, bro. And Lamont Peterson is a guy. 
that when, I mean, even in last night's fight, when mm. he touched EJ, he really touched him. He mm-hmm. was right. He was landing flush punches, but he was just too much. Go ahead, Nate. I, I felt sorry for Lamont after about the third or fourth. Yeah. He kept eating them. Boy, them body punches look like they hurt, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you can hear it on TV. Like, oh, man, I just felt sorry for the old guy. Yeah. But EJ's the truth, man. I really enjoyed watching him. He's probably my favorite fighter to watch. I mean, he got everything. Right. Yeah, inside, outside, whatever. His body work, like you said, is the most impressive. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody in boxing... Works the body like him. Yeah, yeah. nobody. Yeah, he's, nobody. A, he's like a throwback fighter. Um, what I'm more impressed with is early on, we always knew EJ could punch, but his distance, he was getting touched more often than he is now. He's worked a lot on his defensive game. He keeps range, so he's always at a good distance where he can touch you and make sure you're not able to touch him. What I'm more impressed with is length. He's able to throw right hooks to the body and get out the way for whatever you're getting ready to throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the straight lift and slip, like, I don't know. His game is complete, bro. Well, it was a moment last night where Lamont had started to land something. I think this was in round three. Three is when Lamont got confident. Yeah. So Lamont started to land something, but he threw one and he missed. Mm-hmm. And then EJ threw the punch that changed the fight. Yeah. He caught him uh, with a right, the left hook. Yeah. To the head. Or like a, it was a weird. It was like a hook upper because he threw yeah. it like an uppercut, yeah. but it landed. And Lamont's barely missed, bro. Yeah. But it, you know, I was watching the fight with my brother, and he was just like, oh, he weaved that. And I was like, nah, EJ knew where to be. Yeah. That's the thing I'm I'm impressed with watching EJ. He's getting smarter yeah. as a fighter. Yeah. And that's scary to think of, yeah. too, is this kid is getting smarter. So that means he's watching tape and really self-evaluating himself right. and knowing how to avoid a little bit more punishment. Because that's the thing. When I first caught wind to EJ, EJ would take some fucking Man, hits, bro. He got a chin, too. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And now if he's learning that, oh, I don't got to get hit and still yeah. dominate, it's going to be hard to beat. And this is going to lead into the next question. I know, LSK, you sitting this one out, but um, just surveying the welterweight weight class, mm-hmm. there are a few fights. There's the Thurman fight. There's what do you call him? Sometimes? Sometimes, sometimes. Thurman. Yeah. There is a possible Sean Porter fight. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. no. There's a Manny Pacquiao fight he could possibly take, but that would be nothing but for namesake. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you got Terrence T.C. Crawford. Yeah. And that's the fight I particularly want to talk about because just a glance over Keith Thurman, mm-hmm. I believe he's a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. He's just punching power and he going to get on the horse. Yeah. That shit not going to work against EJ. He's yeah. good at cutting the ring off. He'll chop that shit down by round seven. He ready to go. Mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford is an interesting fighter. Because he, too, is battle-tested, strong, got a great chin, mm-hmm. and can sit you down. Yeah. And he has special punching power yeah. and speed. Um, I would like to, on wax, kind of make that fight, and let's talk about how you think it'll go. Uh, I'll go first. I think uh, yesterday I said uh, before the fight, when right. we were together, I told you I think TC could give him a run. What I saw last night kind of changed my mind, bro, because I'm seeing TC fight, and TC's not showing me the advancement that early is from yeah, fight to fight. Exactly. I'm still impressed by Terrence Crawford, the fighter, right? but I don't think he's being pushed to get better. Right. And not as Earl, but Earl is pushing himself to get better. He's taking whoever TC kind of seems like he's good with where he's at and not overconfident, but just really confident in the fighter he is. Mm-hmm. I think TC will just go in with the mind, I'm, I'm just going to win nigga. a war. Yeah. No, nah, I'm going to just win a war. And uh, 
I think EJ is too polished for that. So right. I'll get an edge to EJ based on polish right now. Nate, hey, what's up? Um, when I saw EJ go across the pond to fight Kell Brook, Brook, yeah, that's when I was like, this is next. I mean, we had been watching him before. You right. put me on. Right. So I've been probably watching his last five fights before that. But once he went across that, that pond and put it on Kell Brook like that, I was like, nah, there's nobody that can Right. Run. And I like Bud. Yeah. Like, I love Bud. 100%. Yeah, but he, I don't think, like you said, you can see the growth. Right. In his in his in his uh, in his style and everything, you can yeah. see the growth. Yeah. So, and to speak to that Kelbrook fight, T. Lee watched that fight. Me, we watched most fights together. Yeah. I was nervous as shit before the fight because EJ is a nigga I have personal connection with. Kelbrook is somebody I looked at as the best welterweight at the time. Mm-hmm. He beat the shit out of Sean Porter, and yeah. nobody wanted to fight him. When EJ handled his business over there, same like Nate. I said, okay, he's mm-hmm. the best. Nobody can see him. Last night was just furthering that narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, growth, steady putting punches together that you wouldn't expect, keeping his distance, range, all of that shit. Those are things that a true pro does in boxing. TC, again, to kind of speak to your point, he is kind of like having the same or showing the same skill set that he's always shown. Right. To me, and y'all, y'all can get on me if you want to, I'm going to always go with the more polished fighter because yeah. I come from the Floyd Mayweather school. Like, I like boxers. I like flush punches, and I like slipping. Mm-hmm. TC can get wild, and he want to do war. Yeah, wars don't work with punches like EJ. Yeah, it's not gonna go your way. Yeah, so now, I'm gonna take EJ. I feel so accomplished, bro. Like I'll be real with y'all. Kenny taught me most of what I know about boxing. <laughs> him and his pops, and uh, man, now when I get in these conversations with him, to hear me say. What Kenny pretty much said, I'm like, I, I know this shit now. <laughs> I know this shit. But this this is from what? Like, I've been coming to your pop's house to watch fights since yeah, was like 18. Yeah. yeah so. I was, T. Lee started off his interest in boxing by playing fight night. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga beat me one time. It was the happiest day of his life, bro. Yeah, bro. I think I'm the only person to ever do it. Yeah, niggas don't beat me in fight night. Yeah. But uh, moving on, man, we are uh, talking about championship cali- caliber uh, type talent. It is uh, conference championship Sunday. It's time to pick who we believe will go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but before that, let's recap last week. My first thing I want to say is that the fucking Saints robbed us <laughs> of the of a good Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. I'm not giving Stephon Diggs any credit. What? I'm not, bro. I just I'm not. What, about what does to he really deserve credit for there? Let's, let's get on, real quick stand here. Stand up and not going out of bounds. Yeah. What does he really deserve credit for? For that? showing a 40-inch vert and catching a 40-yard pass. Okay. His man was doing the shoulder. <laughs> he got to catch the ball. The, I mean, in that situation, catching the pass is not impressive because your defense is designed to give up a catch, not a touchdown. I'm, I mean, look, here's the thing. Minnesota knew they was about to take air. Niggas talking about taking their tape out. They yeah. were unbelievable. <laughs> Jocena, I've never seen nothing like this. Nigga knew they knew they was finna lose. So in that moment, we talking about Sean Payne. I know you hate the Saints. That's a Saints victory, bro. They won the edit, yeah. I agree. But not taking anything away from the Vikings. I'm just not about to celebrate them. I personally believe they getting smacked uh today. Mm-hmm. Because I th- I still think the Vikings are celebrating barely winning against the Saints. I think the Eagles, who I don't believe in Nick Foles, but the defense made me believe. Okay. And I feel like I'm going to take the Eagles there. You taking the Eagles? I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings. Okay. Uh, just And it's not because 
anything of this magic from last week or anything. I just think the Vikings are the better team uh, today. They have the better defense. I think that defense can carry them to a championship. I did this last week with the Eagles. Yeah. I picked against them, but did put in the caveat that their defense could carry them to a win. Right. I'll do the same thing today, but just straight up, give me the Vikings. You're taking the Vikings. Yeah. I was 4-4-4 four 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 last week, so you can pretty much write these picks in stone. <laughs> um, I'm going Vikings. It's in Philly, right? Yeah, it's in Philly. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going Vikings. And, oh, we're not talking about the AFC yet. No. Okay. Not yeah, yet. I'm going Vikings. All right. Nate, um, are you picking this week? I'll pick this week. All right, <laughs> just for y'all, I'll pick this week. Give me the Vikings. They got the better Florida State Seminole on the team. Uh, <laughs> Xavier Rose from DBU, so I'll take the Vikings. Respect. This man here, man. Respect, bro. I mean, let him do this. All gotta, right, gotta respect. The so consistency. I'm the only person that took the Eagles. Yeah, this is how I will get my advantage. <laughs> All right. So we got Jags Pats. Yeah. Um, according to DBU. Um, representative Jalen Ramsey, Sass God, the, the Sass God, yeah. okay, young. No, uh, no, 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 <laughs> Sass, don't do it, young Sass. <laughs> uh, my man came out with a bold statement. He said, uh, "We gonna win that bitch. We gonna win that. We going to the Super Bowl, and we gonna, we gonna win, win that, that bitch." Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, man, you can't control that shit. Bro. Do, <laughs> do we believe in uh, the Sass God? Are we, we taking the Jags or what? Yes. Listen. That, that's your word is bond? Yeah. Okay. He, I've never seen Jalen uh, say something and not back it up. So I'm telling you this. He did say that Florida State was going to win this year against Miami. What? Jalen Ramsey said that. We don't want to. Fact another, check. That's another. Nah, I, 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 I see you, <laughs> yeah, I see you fact checking. Yeah. That's another day. Um, but go anyway, ahead. Yeah. I'm taking the Jags. Look, I, everybody knows GSGN. I said it last week. I didn't watch much NFL football after Jerry Jones took that knee. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why did Jerry Jones leave? I think you're going to get back knees. up Fuck Jerry Jones That's okay, um, <laughs> bro. But I watched a li- I watched enough of that Jags game last week To where I saw the offensive coordinator Making the game easy for Blake Bortles He he called a great game mm-hmm. And that's all they need Yeah Because the defense is going to be there They're going to be able to get pressure with four Yeah and that we we've seen when the Patriots lose, that's how they lose. If you yeah. can get pressure with four, yeah. you can cover the back end, you can cut them little drags and pick plays, yeah. then you're good. So if the OC calls a game like he called it last week, and he makes it the game easier, and he keeps the defense off balance, and they run the ball and they convert those third downs like they did last week, yeah. give me the Jags. Well, it's easy to call a good game when you're up 21-0. Um, but I'm going Jags, Young Sass. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it a buck here. Uh, we're recording this as the game is happening, right? And I'm getting alerts, so I couldn't help but see the score. What's, What's the score? score? Uh, Jags are up fourteen three right now. Hey. Okay, yeah. So Tash guy got a pick yet? I ain't looked at the box score or anything like that. But I'm gonna keep it real here and change it to: Do I think the Patriots can come back from this point? Okay. And I gotta be real. I don't think so. As much as I want, you know, to see Brady. I wanted Brady to have a road game for a Super Bowl. I think that would be the ultimate test for him. But, shit, if the Jags go do it, I'm all for it. Okay. And, uh, shit, I guess I'll, I'll get on the, on the train with Young Sass, bro. Okay, so prior to knowing what the score was, yeah. I was going to pick Jacksonville mm-hmm. um, just on the defense, and I was going to bring up Brady and his hand shit, whatever mm-hmm. they've been reporting. Making excuses. Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So... I was going to take the Jags anyway because the story coming out of New England was about. I can vouch for that. 
Kenny did tell me he was taking a jack. So that's that. But um, we'll predict Super Bowl next time. Yeah, we'll yeah, come yeah. Back. But it's time to do what we do here at the fucking Gobbles Podcast. We do Trash of the Week. Yeah. T. Lee, who you giving Trash of the Week to? Uh, I'll give Trash of the Week to... I, I, and this is really random because I didn't really see anything that just stood out to me as trash. Uh, but I'll just give it to the NFL, the sports media in general. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think someone else might continue this, so I'll just set it up, man. The, the whole Tom Brady thing, the narrative of his hand, we see this from the Patriots all the time, bro, the injury report, shenanigans and yeah. shit like that. It's trash, bro. Uh, and, and now with it, with the game playing out how it looks like it might be playing out, uh, I don't want to hear it, no bullshit yeah. from them trying to take credit away from a great young Jacksonville team that seems to be gelling at the right time on both sides of the ball and uh, getting shit done. So Trash of the Week is to the Patriots and the sports media for carrying the narrative that Tom Brady might not play and that his injury might be bad enough to affect the outcome of the game. Say this. Trash of the Week goes to the Patriots. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> y'all, y'all both Come carrying on, that yeah. Trash of That's week. bull. You know what that tells me? That they are shook. Yeah. They know Young Sass. <laughs> okay, the hair flip guy. No, no, no. We're not talking about We, we got to stop doing that. They shook. They know. Got to come up with excuses. Yeah. yeah. Got to. It's like when you're playing Madden with your, with your, with your brother when you're little. Yeah. You got to say, but I ain't never picked this team before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this controller don't this work. Control, yeah, my but, battery died. It's, it's, it's excuses. But here's the thing. The Patriots have seen this movie before. When they lost to the Giants. Yeah. When they lost to the Ravens. Like these, this, this is the same, same mold same of team mm-hmm. that gives them trouble. And so Tom Coughlin is up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we know what it is, bro. Nate, who your trash of the week? Man, so much trash happened this week. I didn't know which one to pick. <laughs> Damn. Like, uh, shoot, the Todd Haley was trash last week. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are trash for hiring Mike Vrabel. That's very trash, <laughs> That's nigga. garbage, bro. I'm surprised we didn't talk about that. That's trash. That's, That's trash. Good. We can touch on that because we'll have an off week from there. Yeah, for that's the NFL. trash. Yeah, that. That's yeah. trash. Uh, what else is trash? The Cavs defense was trash. <laughs> Uh, Nate got a laundry list of nah, shit. Dwight Howard was trash. He fired. He fouled somebody <laughs> with less terrible. than three seconds left to go and lost that the game. That was terrible. But I'm happy because Heat Nation won. Uh, what else, bro? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of trash this week. So let's just say you have infamous trash, bro. I, if I had to pick one, I'd say Mike Vrabel to the Titans. Well, right? I'm surprised. You know who I thought was going to get trash of the week? Who? For Nate? Who was? Zion. Oh, yeah, for going to do. Man, he's 17. I couldn't yeah, get that, Me and Nate talked about this. He's a kid, bro. Yeah. Okay. He's I mean, a kid, bro. He just doesn't exist to me anymore. That's <laughs> Listen, I really don't know a lot about his game besides the highlights on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Nick can jump out the gym. Mm-hmm. Going to Duke, though, in my opinion, is what's going to help bring other pieces to his game. Coached by Coach K. Going to kind of give him some technical skills. People are calling him the Kevin Durant of college basketball. You can't for do his that, decision. bro. You, you know can't. why? Because when you're from South Carolina, you don't go to Duke. You go to North Carolina. Exactly. Look at the history. All the, all the top kids out of South Carolina, they all end up in North Carolina. Y'all should have seen my face before he announced yesterday. I was so happy. <laughs> I knew it was coming, bro. I was smiling. I was cheating. And then he put on that blue and white hat. And then he put on that hat, and I just turned the TV. I was trash. Bro, Twitter, Duke, as he should, but. sports Twitter fucking blew up, bro. Nobody thought he was going to do no, it. No, because they don't. Like, Ivory Ladder, Raymond felt when you're from there, yeah. you go to North Carolina. That's My nigga pull Ivory Ladder out of his ass. Y'all probably don't even know who the fuck that, that is. Y'all remember Ivory? She was cold. She was cold yeah. as fuck. Yeah. 
She that's a, point guard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I respect. Been a while. Yeah, that shit hurt me, bro. Yeah. yeah. Nah, respect. I just I had to get that no, on wax good, with Nate, bro. bro. I mean, that was a good conversation, dog. Cause uh, I literally forgot about the young bull. <laughs> uh, my tragic week goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers for the second week in a row. Damn. Uh, until you niggas decide y'all want to start playing defense, y'all will receive this award for me. So, <laughs> trash of the week, Cleveland. <laughs> Gabo's game balls. Gabo's game ball. Uh, let me kick it off. My game ball. I know it's not a sport that plays with a ball. But Earl Spence, man, you deserve the game ball for that performance that you put on against Lamont Peterson, a well-traveled boxer. Uh, definitely a standout performance. Looking forward to the future. Looking forward to the next fight. Yeah. Uh, my guy Bo's game ball. I'll probably go. Let's go with the Jags, man. Uh, I've doubted them all playoffs. Uh, and this has nothing to do with the score right now. Yeah. I'm just retroactively – Looking back, what they've done in the playoffs, I get them the Gabo's game ball, man. I've doubted them, and they keep proving me wrong. I fuck around and give them Gabo's game ball to Blake Bortles, bro. No, no. not Blake, bro. <laughs> the defense, Calais Campbell from the U. Uh, yeah, let's give it to Calais. Respect. Shout out UCF. But um, <laughs> my game ball goes to Joel Embiid. The process. The process. Trust the process. Let me tell you why. For anybody that doesn't know. He shot his shot at Rihanna in 2014. She pretty yeah. much said, you ain't shit. Come back when you an all-star. Pretty yeah. much. So now my dog is an all-star, yeah. starting an all-star game. Yeah. And a reporter asked him, what do you feel about Rihanna? Blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, I'm an all-star now. <laughs> you know, it's I don't really give, give a shit about her no more. I'm on the bigger, better, and prettier women. That's the truth. <laughs> That's some G shit. I mean, look. And then he said, I'm trusting the process. <laughs> and, and, all his, and all his fans, him on Twitter, just... just uh, on her IG, just trust the process, trust the process, all type of cop, bro. That shit is hilarious. I mean, bro. it's hilarious. It's funny. Uh, 2018 Rihanna is fine as fuck, but, but, I can't hate the young boy. Nigga gotta have man gotta have a code. Gotta have a code. Man gotta have a code. Man gotta have a code. Listen, <laughs> Tina, if you listening, just ISO this. Yeah. Let's just put this in a box. Let's not argue this. If I was a single man, yeah, and somebody was throwing me the oop for Rihanna, Rihanna, yeah. Yeah, bro, I'm coming down like LeBron. Rihanna, she, she's developed. She's she, tough. She, she, let's <laughs> be, she's developed. Let's be honest. She, she's finer than Czechoslovakia and frog hair. Let, yeah, let's yeah. keep it a buck. But if you didn't want me when my contract was That's two true. million, now I got 150 mil. Yeah. You ain't shit. Man she got her own money, That's though. That's fine. But man got to have That's a fine. code, bro. Man, that's like the girl that didn't want you before the probate. But then when you probate, now she wants you? Yeah. Nah, my bitch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Hey, Rihanna's dating a billionaire. She's good. That is true. That is true. But who can he hoop? I don't know. Some but can he hoop? With a billion. Can okay. he hoop? He got a billion. What do you need to hoop for? <laughs> Game ball. Game ball goes to uh, the best point guard in the NBA. Steph? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> GSGN says. <laughs> GSGN don't know shit. Shout, uh, out, <laughs> shout out, David. Shout the, out, Mo. The best point guard. In the association, the Brody, a.k.a. Russell Westbrook. Three wins this week, pushing the pace like he does always. Finding his boy, Paul George, Melo. So, 23-20 and 20 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Almost back to that triple-double, that meaningless stat, whatever y'all call it. Y'all say it's I'm talking to GSGN, so y'all know. This is Maurice David. I'm shouting you out. Yeah. Yeah. 23-20-8. You can't even do that on your my player. That, that's true. That, I can, but they they probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> a, a nigga, 
Relax. Back to GSG. Exactly. A, a nigga challenged me. Uh, hey. No. <laughs> Close us out, Taylor. Close, Come on. Close okay. us out, Taylor. Okay. 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 Listen, man, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Continue to spread the word. If you know somebody that got a, a, a solid sports opinion, fellas in the group, invite them to GSGN. Uh, if you're hearing us and you want to get invited to GSGN, get at us on social media. Uh, shit, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. It's been fun. Fellas, let's go kick it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yep.